Hello, and welcome to the Quilt MC Developer Meetings podcast, the podcast that isn't really a podcast. If you're new here, this is just a collection of recordings of each public Quilt Project Developer Meeting, lightly edited for comfort and uploaded as a podcast for ease of accessibility. Our meetings are held on Discord every two weeks and recorded live by a fleet of Discord bots, hence the lower audio quality. For more information on what the Quilt Project is and what we do here, please head over to quiltmc.org. All right, I think we can get started. Um, let me look at my list here. Shall we start with Chasm? Cool. Yes, Chasm <laughs> is going to be over quick. <laughs> you go right ahead. Okay, well, hello, first of all. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Chasm... <laughs> um, I've been working a little bit on it. Um, we have a lot of stuff planned out. Um, and the last few weeks, I've been chopping away at it. I've not put up too much priority on it, because we still need quilt, uh, build tools, and build tools are more important. But um, looking at it now, it's very well thought out. Um, ordering becomes super simple, because We've already talked about everything for like hours and days. So I just wanted to say that maybe don't expect it for a beta release or anything, but it's happening for sure. And I can't wait for other stuff to be done, so I have more time for it. Yeah, it's very much a slow burn project, isn't it? But I guess we saw that coming, right? Yeah, it's it's really just a priority thing. like. We really need build tools, and we really need attached, and we really need mappings, and we really need everything else, and then we can talk about Chasm again. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, that sounds good. Um, Crop, would you like to talk on decompilers for a bit? Um, yeah, sure. Um, so. Uh... Most important news about the decompiler is probably that the uh, Quiltflower 1.6.0 has been released um, on the GitHub. I think there's bigger uh, uh, change log, but it's, it's quite big, so I can't really go over it uh, in the meeting uh, in the meeting itself. Uh, but we are still working on uh, more improvements for the future versions, uh, including uh, switch expressions, um, which currently don't really compile uh, decompile well. Uh, but also uh, generic improvements, uh, as that's one of the uh, major uh, decompile uh, issues, uh, well, recompilation issues. But uh, we're also fixing general issues and also trying to get the performance up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's still a lot of stuff that can be improved. But yeah. Okay. All good. It's great to see a new release coming out, uh, especially with your work and everyone else on the decompilers team. Um, from what I've seen, it's a pretty fantastic project, honestly. And it's great to see also the community support coming out with things like Gradle plugins for it. Um, okay. Uh, Oro, would you like to talk on what the infrastructure team has been up to? I know it's not a ton. 
Yeah, so I'm technically not on the infrastructure team, but I noticed that uh, a lot of the Quilt projects use the launcher metadata that um, Mojang provides, and they all parse it in slightly different ways and uh, use it differently. Uh, one thing that I did was I consolidated that so that it was um, in kind of one library that encompassed all the data that could be um, introduced and that way that whatever project um, Quilt works on in the future, instead of having to rewrite all the parsing for the launcher meta data, that we could just use this library and that would make it a lot easier to speed up development and just kind of test things when we need to. Um, it's also public, so if anyone has a project that also parses this uh, launcher metadata, they can use it. And so it was kind of just a way to um, take a lot of common code and consolidate it. Okay, well, it sounds like good progress regardless. Good stuff. Um, yeah, if Haven was here, I think we could chat a bit more about Infra, but he's just not, so we'll see if he appears later. In the meantime, um, Alex, would you like to chat about Loader? Sure. Uh, okay, so things that have happened previously that are really important is that quilt.mod.json is is done and implemented. Um, so people can write uh, write mods that use quilt.mod.json. So they'll appear as quilt mods rather than as fabric mods to quilt loader. Um, as for new things, uh, we've deprecated fabrics metadata and added quilts. So most of the time mods will now be importing um, org.quiltmc.loader.api instead of fabric um, when using loader. Uh, most usefully, we've added quilt entry points, uh, and these include the mod container as an argument, which means that you don't have to use, well, you don't have to grab them from quilt loader, or yeah, you don't have to grab them from quilt loader and check to see to make sure that your mod isn't null, because that's a bit annoying, but. Um, Okay, sounds like good progress so far, at least. Yeah, I'm not quite finished. Um, <laughs> there's a bit more, actually. Uh, <laughs> right. Quilt loader only has static methods, rather than having to use fabricloader.get get instance. You can now just use quiltloader.getmods or any of the other methods there directly, which makes it a little bit easier to use. Um, although we've moved Minecraft-specific methods to Minecraft quilt loader, because um, we're working towards uh, moving away from having Minecraft as like a core part of Loader. Or like, because Loader is meant to be used or possibly used by other games, we don't want to like hard code Minecraft everywhere. So a few Minecraft specific things are going to be in Minecraft specific uh, like parts. Um, the other thing, second thing, is that I've started work on Loader plugins. So these are going to be very useful for loading mods for completely different loaders. Um, so, for example, there's currently a hacky light loader loading mod, um, and, and that will be able to be sort of rewritten in a more sort of more compatible way, I guess, less hacky way, um, which will be useful. Um, eventually, this is the sort of thing that will lead to library and mod downloading, um, but that's that hasn't started yet. Um, and hopefully like automatic mod updating plugins. Not 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 from Quilt itself, but it should be possible to make them. Um, 
that's about it from Loader, I think. Okay, sounds good. Um, all right, uh, mappings. Looks like we have Oro again. What's going on with mappings? Uh, I think there's a couple questions that just got asked about Loader. We can do those now, or we can do those at the end. I think it's probably better we do those at the end, just to make sure we're not going over time. All right. Uh, mappings. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Mappings have been going along well. Um, we are currently trying to get uh, mappings to, or we're trying to get hash to generate automatically um, when the snapshots come out. So that that's nice. Cheater will talk a little bit more about um, the technology how of hashed um mappings yeah we've been updating we've taken in pull requests um there wasn't anything big for 1.18.3.1 but we had a lot of uh mappings get added in uh, uh right before 21w44a um we have a couple pull requests porting commits over from yarn right now uh please go review those um other than that, technology-wise, I finished a complete, or not a complete rewrite, but like a 70% uh, rewrite of the quote mappings build script. Um, it used to be a thousand lines of Groovy, and I turned that into um, only 300 lines of Groovy and 1,300 lines of Java code. But this makes it a lot more expandable and easy to use because... Uh, the mappings were really painful to work with. Uh, Martrix, um, who it was last week, the yeah. uh, mappings team, I think sometime in the past two weeks, I don't remember exactly when. Um, yeah, last week. Uh, Martrix has been working on a bunch of other stuff, um, just kind of around mappings. He's done a bunch of work in Enigma. Um, I think... He had some filament stuff that fixed some issues with package infos. Um, he also started a new project called Draftsman, and this project strips all the code from methods and fields and stuff like that, unless the fields are um, constants or kind of like int i equals three. And what that will be used for eventually is rewriting how quote mappings generates its source because currently it goes through like three different hoops of generating actual Java source code instead of just running a decompiler on some stuff that's really simple to decompile. And with the improvements in quote flower and everything that we figured out it's is an easier and faster solution that's also All right, sounds like quite a lot of progress has been made there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheater, you want to talk about what Hash has been doing in the past couple weeks? Yeah. Um, Hash has seen a lot of development over the last few weeks. Um, luckily or unfortunately, most of that has been reverted. <laughs> um, but um, we are about to stabilize Hashed, which is very important um, because we've always, as we've always said, Hashed has to be stable. We can't have Hashed change mid-version or something that just doesn't work. Um, but we have a hash that seems to be stable right now. I've opened an RFC 
And uh, please ask everyone to review it and tell us now if they see any issues, because if that RFC gets merged and it's still not stable, then we might run into trouble later. So once the RFC is merged, I want to stabilize the stable hash by putting it under release, um, release Maven, and that should then be completely usable for devs as well. So I'm just going to mark the one question as well. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> there. So yeah, it's soon, TM. Um, it is usable now, but once it's actually the RFC is through and I want, want to once again test it with the entire toolchain, see if there's any issues. Once that works, it's going to go into release Maven. And then it's definitely usable. Hopefully, this happens in the next two weeks until our next meeting. It's exciting stuff to hear, I have to say. <laughs> Finally, something stabilized, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Um, Oro, would you like to talk on QSL? Yeah. Uh, so I, I just recently joined the QSL team, so I don't have very much to say, but uh, QSL has been, there's a lot of PRs for QSL. Um, if you feel like reviewing them, please go review them. That would be great. If you want to write some code for QSL, open up a PR porting uh, fabric module or something like that. That would also be great. Uh, right now, QSL is in a point where it needs more development um, because there's a lot of code that needs to be written for it and not enough people to write that code. So reviewing that gives us helps us because we need more eyes on code and creating PRs also helps us because you know QSL team isn't large enough to port everything from Fabric API. Alrighty. Um, I lost my list. <laughs> there it is. Okay, that all sounds good. Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. great Le to get more eyes on things, yeah. Leo also just said that review the networking uh, API so that i5 merges it. Yes, please do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which PR is that? Uh, let me pull it up. It is PR number 34. Ah, thanks, Leo. Perfect, perfect. So all eyes on that. If you care about this part of the API, please do get some reviews in. Even if you're not part of the team, we really could use the input. All righty. Um, I think that covers all of the dev teams, unless any of you have anything else to add. Nope, sounds good. I'll just chime in a little bit on the community team, as is tradition. Uh, not a whole ton of things that have been happening. Of course, we've gained a new staff member, Emma, who you guys might know from the Modrinth moderation and file moderation teams. Uh, she just joined a couple days ago. She's doing great. Um, hopefully you guys will get along with her as well. 
We've also been doing some work on Cozy as usual. Um, specifically, I went and cleaned up the suggestions database. Uh, it turns out Cozy was submitting suggestions to its, itself somehow. I think I fixed that one, but it was pretty funny, I have to say. And of course, we have the new stats interface. If anyone likes graphs as much as I do, um, you can head over to the stats page and get a little bit of information on what's going on on both of the servers. I'll link that in the channel now. Here it is. Uh, but the, again, there's not too much to talk about on the community side. A lot of things happen quietly or they're collaboration-related things, so we don't tend to talk too heavily about them. Although it might be worth mentioning that we have grown the community collab efforts quite a bit. Um, they were just a couple channels on the community server previously, but now we've split that off into another server, and there's over twice the number of people there now, which is nice. So things are going well community-wise, at least. Though, of course, we've still got a lot to do. Um, I think what I'm going to do next is go through all of the open suggestions and make sure they're all addressed and put into the issue tracker at the very least. But should be there soon, hopefully. <laughs> All right, so since all the teams have gone through what they wanted to talk about, um, we will open the floor for questions. Uh, some of them have already been answered. Um, generally, I would say we'll go top down as they are. Um, but if you have any questions you want to submit, use the ask command, the slash command, and we will go through those um, shortly. You can put in whatever questions you like. Um, people won't necessarily answer them. <laughs> we do vet them. But uh, go ahead. Just don't you know, spam the hell out of it. Did I just okay. post it again? Whoops, interesting. Well, I just posted answer it again because it's the first question in the chat. Um, yeah, if you click the button again, it will send it again. <laughs> I'll say after the yeah, I noticed. I'll say after the RFC is merged, um, and that means hopefully in the next two weeks before the next meeting. Okay. Do you do it? You took the next one. Yeah, I will take that one. Uh, here we go. I'm going to read the question out just for the sake of the recording. Um, Slywitz is asking whether there'll be a list of quilt devs or, you know, the list of the whole quilt team somewhere canonically. Uh, yes, there are plans for that. Um, originally, we were going to put that on the website. The website is largely maintained by Fork, who is really busy at the moment and also disagrees with my web design style. So... We'll see what happens, but we definitely do have plans to have an actual list up there somewhere so everyone knows who's responsible for everything. And uh, keeping that relatively up to date shouldn't be a huge problem either, hopefully. But yes, we are planning on that. All right. Um, I can see. take this one from Berger. I'll also read it out loud. Uh, yep. How does the mappings team feel about the potential effects quilt mappings could have on loader unity versus using Moj map? This doesn't apply to hash to intermediate only quilt mappings. And so 
while loaders are moving towards uh, using ModeMap, um, both Fabric or Fabric still uses Yarn. So, assuming that um, loaders are 100% moving to ModeMap is not the not correct. However, I do know that a lot of projects are considering moving to ModeMap to promote class um, loader unity, such as uh, uh, I know Canvas it has. Um, Iris, I think, partially has. Um, Caffeine is considering it. Yeah, Blaze4D has. Um, now, the, the, but I know a lot of other projects have started moving towards using Mojmap just for cross-loader unity. And I think that's something that quilt mappings could try to solve. We could try to figure out how to... Uh, user mappings on forge gradle or something like that but what, what quilt mappings is is that mojo map is um while it's complete it often has really bad names like resource location or myth for math helper comparatively and that quilt mappings aims to provide accurate understandable names compared to uh, Mojo maps just names because when it comes down to it, Mojang names are there for the developers of Mojang who can talk about them amongst themselves, and why and they're not focused on creating you know a modding API or good names. Whereas Quilt Mappings has the focus of creating good names and focusing on okay, what what does this do and why is why is this a good name versus just okay we this name has been around since um uh what was it like pre pre-alpha and we haven't touched it since then um i want to add something to this question just for clarification as well um because the question asked how does how it has affects the loader unity and then it says it doesn't apply to hash to intermediary um i just want to clarify this because loader does not care about quilt mappings um it's important to note that the actual mappings are all in the dev environment once you publish your mod via jar it's in hashed anyway um or in intermediary for uh, fabric or i think sponge just a straight up mod map now um so in terms of loader unity, it's really not about quilt mappings. It's about using hashed, which is an entire different question. In terms of what used in a dev environment, I'm not sure if Loom has the capabilities yet. Um, maybe. But I think it's definitely something we want to have is to allow you to use ModgeMap during development if you choose so, if that is what you want, or you can use Yarn if you want. I don't think we have any real reason to not allow it. Just to clarify on that as well. All right, thanks for that. Uh, I guess I'll take the next one then. Here we go. Profab is asking when RFC 38 will be merged. Uh, generally speaking, the admin team is in charge of handling uh, ultimately merging RFCs. So we do have a review process. The admins 
have all been extremely busy, unfortunately. Uh, but we can certainly ping them on that and maybe see if we can get them to look at it. But I think it might be a little bit longer than uh, some people might be expecting. Okay. Uh, I'll take this one from Yitzi. No one's claimed the one before it. Okay, Yitzi, this is a good question. Um, you're asking whether we'll be providing additional insight into Collab. Uh, it's tricky. It's tricky. Um, the problem with being super-duper transparent about Collab is generally... Um, well, for example, I've been targeted by people that are unhappy with Collab existing. I got doxxed a few weeks ago. And while we've dealt with it and it's fine, it's kind of important that we end up protecting the people that are part of Collab. So I think on balance, absolute transparency is not likely to happen. Um, that said, if anything is going to affect you as a user on Quilt, I'm still going to let you know about it. But I don't think we're going to go super in-depth onto you know, what's happening in specifics on Collab. But yeah, it's a good question. It, it's a tricky balance to make for us, unfortunately. But you got to do what you got to do, really. Um, I think I just uh, want to answer this question, yep. uh, even though I don't have a proper answer for it. Um, yeah, you're fine. Go ahead. The question was, how will the official release of Quill as a whole, including QSL, be determined? Um, the problem that we have right now is that we have a lot of things we want to do. We want to replace Loom. Um, Loader needs to, uh, Loader needs to plug ins. QSL is still unsure how much of it is just going to be a wraparound uh, Fabric API and how much is going to be in use. So, the question, the answer to that question is really we don't know what an official release of Quilt will require. Um, so yeah, I think that's for now the answer to that question, unless someone else has a better answer to that. Cool. All right, sounds good. I'm just asking, answering a question from Jamel. Um, can Quilt Loader load mods with fabric.mod.json? Uh, yes, this is this has always been the case. This has always been possible. Uh, we're just going to move fabric mod loading over to a plugin rather than being like directly in Quilt, but it, that won't affect how people use it. It'll still you'll still always better use fabric mods in Loader. All right, I got two. All right, first one from uh, Emma. How will mapping changes from Yarn end up getting into quilt mapping? Is there any sync system between Yarn and quilt mappings? If not, is it planned at all? No hard sync system. What we have is tools that can convert the um, Git or Git patch files between intermediary and hashed mode map or hashed, and that um, allows us to pull over if there are 
really big important changes we want to pull over from yarn that are really well thought out we can do that but most of the stuff has still been in-house developments and um the, the reason is that right now yarn just has slightly more collaborators but we're quickly growing and i think we'll soon be able to outpace yarn with collaborators and new mappings and that'll be pretty good uh I've just been busy, so I haven't been able to personally make any pull requests, but I know that Martrix has been making a bunch, and that's been really helpful. So it, the people, we're, we're starting to get the ball rolling, but with any new project, it takes a while. And so we're just keeping up with yarn for the little bit, um, just because uh, it helps with a little bit more of that development. And then this next question from... Uh, Blood Hagarm, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. And you said, will quilt mappings be usable with Forge? Um, that I can't say. Um, it can definitely be used with Arch or Forge Loom, which would then be able to compile to Forge. However, I don't know if it would work within Forge Gradle, but that would be something that could be um, explored. Sounds good. All right. Uh, looks like I've got one I can answer here. Cywiz so is mostly asking, asking about uh, substantial changes to RFCs and how that process should work. Um, it's a tricky question to a point. It depends, honestly. So far, we've been kind of avoiding using the amendment process for some things, like uh, with the community. Community team RFC, at least one of the things we did was rewrite uh, several of the processes there. And at first I was going to do an amendment, but we had a chat and basically it's much easier to follow things if you just update the original RFC. I don't think there's really a problem with that, considering we do have the commit history there. Um, I guess there are probably things where where you might want an amendment, but nothing really comes to mind at the moment. Uh, it's not so much a new RFC supersedes it, you're, you're updating the original one, but you're still keeping the history there since there's the commit history, so I think that works okay, at least so far. Although, if that needs to change, certainly it's something we can look at. I'll take the versioning one as well, because yep. I think it's a similar situation with the last one. Go for it. So the question is, what versioning scheme will our Arquilts project use? So which will which versioning scheme we will use? Zero-based versioning, semantic versioning, or other? Um, I would, and is it different for per project on the world of the maintainers? I think the last one is in general most likely. However, I do know that most built said that they don't really like zero-based versioning. So I think for most stuff, it's going to be some sort of semantic versioning. For example, uh, I know, for example, hash that I'm going to switch it to be a 1.0 release as soon as the RFC is merged. Um, and then there's some stuff with like built mappings that can't really be semvert. So 
uh, general Minecraft related stuff that depends on Minecraft version can't really be summered because Minecraft doesn't have summer, so no promises on the exact, exact format, but in general, don't expect zero based versioning, I think. So I also claimed the next one, so let's keep going with that. Yeah, Fish go asked. Will there be noticeable differences between quilt and fabric? Does quilt have technology that would be impossible to port to fabric? First, I want to answer the second part. Does quilt have technology that would be impossible to port to fabric? No, of course not. I mean, quilt was ported from, like, was a fork of fabric. Fabric could easily just get everything back they wanted to, but at that point, fabric becomes quilt. Um, but in general, will there be noticeable differences between quilt and fabric? Yes, for sure. Um, first off, the default stuff, so using hashed and quilt mappings instead of intermediary. Of course, fabric could switch over at some point if they really wanted to, but thats I don't think that's super likely. Um, the other big difference would be quilt flower, but I've heard that it might come to fabric soon, TM, maybe. Nothing, no promises. Um, then chasm, of course. Chasm doesn't exist yet on quilt. That might happen on fabric, but that one I think is not as likely because it would require quite a few changes to loom, um, which we're going to make. But unless fabric just literally takes our new build tools, they're not going to get chasm anytime soon. Um, what was the last one? I had one more. Okay, I forgot the last I think one. You did, <laughs> I forgot one. I had one more in mind. Okay. Um, oh yeah, f uh, loader plugins, exactly. Oh yeah, of course. Loader plugins are likely something that's going to be different. If you're wondering what loader plugins are, that's an entirely different question. But one of the things that's important to us is to automatically download QSL if it's required so we don't have users spamming with, I installed Fabric, but now it's telling me Fabric is missing. So I think those are a few differences that should be noticeable. That, of course, could be ported, but I don't expect them to. All righty. Uh, Aurora, are you okay to take the next one? So, um... Um, for QSL and events, oh, the goal is to, um, but the goal is to be a standard library, so it should have a lot of events to bring everything together. And so a block place event or screen handler events are like kinda, uh, at least for me, uh, very is essential for bringing models together and for and for interacting. So um, interaction events are really important, and so you should expect seeing them in QSL. Though when that cannot be said because well, it all depends on what events we will get. We do want those, and we don't want to bike shed too much about them either, because they're important. I think that's it. Okay, good stuff. Oh, um, 
I can take a breeze, Christian. Yeah, go for it. So, Tata Jen, um, as definitely, Tata uh, Jen will be definitely looked into, um, because, um, well, to make mods, uh, to big mods will be a pain to do without Data Gen. That's that that's for sure. Even Mo Moyang used Data Gen, so we have to have Data Gen. Um, oh, um, I don't know yet how. Um, maybe we will try to use Moyang Data Gen system, or maybe we will make our own. Um, currently, that's not set in stone. Um, there's also uh, plans for runtime data gen, um, but that's not really uh, data gen in JSON, but that's for like um, making mod interaction more easier. Like if you have uh, a mod that you that adds a new wood type, you would want some stuff to be gen generated for that wood type too in your mod like if you add a, a wooden item and that's also um planned uh but as i said it's not really um for now implementation is unknown so we will see in the future and i think that's it for now okay Thank you for that, Aurora. Um, I'll take Cywiz's one, I think. So Cywiz is asking whether the final tallies of votes for technical decisions will be made public. It's a good question. Um, this isn't one that any of us can really answer without someone from the admin board around. Regarding RFCs, uh, you'll see those on the RFC pull request. Like, the discussion is there. The reviews are there. You can see what people thought of them. For other types of votes, it's hard to say. It's largely going to depend where they happen. So, for example, if something happens on GitHub, it's probably going to be through reactions. Maybe it's not. A lot of this really depends on how the admins want to run that. And unfortunately, none of them are at the meeting this time. Um, maybe they'll be at the next one, so you can ask it again. <laughs> I think also to, to add on this, I don't think it has really happened yet i think there was like one poll so far it was like basically a naming question but i don't think there's been any big ones yet so we have no precedence yeah i'll answer the next one by local even though it's a little bit hard to answer um the question mm -hmm. was what major roadblocks remain to qml's public release um as I prefaced this, we don't really know, but uh, we need some minimal viable product, like Gidot calls it, and that requires at least loader to work, which we just said it requires loader plugins. So loader plugins need to happen. We need build tools. We have a version of Room that might be good enough for like a beta release, but eventually we might want to switch over to vanilla Grid or something. So. I'd say right now we're mostly looking at getting some 
not release version, but some beta version of QML out, which is usable, even though maybe not everything is stable. Uh, for the actual release, it's just unclear what we want to have for an actual release. Do we want Chasm? If we just do a beta now, maybe we want Chasm for release. Um, do we want a new build tool, maybe based on vanilla Gradle or something? It's just a little unclear, unfortunately. But for a usable beta release, what we really need is build tools that are kind of working and loader, which is kind of working. But yeah, I think that's it. Oh, do we do we count the next one as well as part of the same question? Yeah, I think that was part of the same question, really. Uh, Fish asked whether we have a roadmap and where, where we're at if there's a rough ETA. It's, it's basically exactly what was just talked about. Uh, for an ETA, I don't believe we're committing to anything. We were originally aiming tentatively for uh, an alpha version for Minecraft 1.18. Um, it's coming a bit sooner than we thought it would. That said, who knows? We'll have to see what happens, but we're not committing to any specific release time at the moment. Oh, I can take this one. <laughs> Aurora asks if there's anything new on the idea of forums. Uh, no, not really. We did chat about what we'd use. It's probably going to be discourse, uh, but otherwise we need to wait on Haven, um, who is doing most of the infrastructure work. Um, while I could stand up a forum on my own, on my own server, it's really not ideal at all. We should have it on proper quilt infra, and we'll need Haven for that. That said, I think he was not planning on looking into it until we were close to release. It's hard to say whether he thinks we're close enough at this point or not, but again, it's something we'll have to ask about once the admins are here. <laughs> Aurora goes, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might as okay. well take this. You take it, okay. <laughs> I might as well. Uh, we don't have any specific uh, codified roadmap up at the moment. It's It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Um, right now, I would recommend looking at GitHub and just seeing what's going on there. It's kind of difficult to get a complete roadmap written up at this early stage. Yeah, there is that project. I don't think it's public. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Again, that's something we'll have to ask the admins about. But at the same time, I, I think it is public. Did they make it public? Finally. Um... Let me have a quick look at that. Oh, yes, that's right. right. Okay, well, there's your answer, I guess. <laughs> but it hasn't been updated in a while. Yeah, it probably is a bit out of date. Um, I think we'll probably want to talk to the admins again on that one, but uh, I believe the other teams have access to uh, touch that. So if they want to update it a bit, that'd be great as well. Okay, uh, I'll take that one. 
All right, Arthane. Arthane is asking about quilt merch. Uh, the official stance is we don't know. Um, realistically, we're trying to keep money out of the org as much as we can. Um, now, while we've talked about this with the admins, largely it's a case of um, Haven is mostly paying for everything that needs to be paid for. There's a couple other people contributing a little bit for domains and stuff. Um, but right now, we don't really have any plans to go further with, with that. After Quilt's released, we will probably look into something like an open collective just to make sure we can get all the infra paid for without draining Haven's beer money. But um, I, I don't think we're going to go super hard in on that since we really don't want to start turning this into like a, a for-profit endeavor at all. Oh, that's a Jibluka question from Jamila. Thank you, Jamila. Sai was asked if the Quilt admin board is locked to three board members. Um, from recollection on the initiative server, which is basically where all the initial planning happened, we wanted to have at least three admins. Um, I'm not 100% familiar with the process behind electing a new admin, um, but I think three was decided as just a good number at the time. It might be worth revisiting that and just to clarify it, but yeah, I don't I don't think there's a big issue there. I guess I can take burgers. All right, I'll just I'll just take this one then, the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, go for it. Since there's not much to say on us, any updates in using Frexing QSL? Um, I'm not sure if that's directly referring to the conversation it was had, but there was a conversation had with Grondek talking about it. Uh, I don't know anything else. I'll look if I quickly can find it. Uh, it shouldn't be that hard. And then I'll just link to it, and then you can look at it. While you're looking for that, uh, local yeah. quickly mentioned an odd number of admins is important. Yes, it is. Um, we wanted to make sure that, that things couldn't be too stacked by two people, but also, you know, we need them for tiebreakers. So if we had an even number of admins, that wouldn't really work very well. You found it? Good, good. Yep. All right. Uh, I guess I'll try to address Burger's question. It's not an easy one for sure. <laughs> mm. Burger asks um, There's a lot of people working on Quilt that are busy or can't fully focus on Quilt. So joining a team seems like a large commitment. Uh, I think that's a bit of a contradiction. Um, yes, a lot of people are busy and can't focus, but we, we don't require that of people. Like, everyone has a life that they have to be living outside of Quilt, and it's important to us that they're allowed to do that. So, yes, you know, people are going to be 
be busy. That's just how it is. Um, I think it's still a fair concern. Uh, ultimately, though, being on a team is a relatively chill affair. Like, we're not going to be complaining if you don't give as much time as we think you could or anything. It, it's really just a case of giving what you can, you know? We're not, we're not going to yell at you for it. Yeah, no one's Hopefully complaining if you're joining a team and then not working on it. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, if you just, just join the build team, teals, we're already happy. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to work on Gradle, just say it. Even <laughs> yeah, if you just like more of that. fix a single line in a build script, that's that's cool. I think that one's right. for the community team. Yeah, that's definitely for us. <laughs> Yitzi asks about a showcase for Starboard. Uh, we do have plans for a sort of a mod showcase uh, after Quilt releases. Obviously, we want to make use of the site more and use the blog for more community-related things. So, yeah, we do have some plans for that. Uh, nothing super detailed right now, of course, because, well, it's pre-release. But, yes, we, we do have plans. As for a Starboard, um, not really... There are suggestions open about a starboard, but I have concerns about how it might be used and how we might moderate it on top of everything else. Although, assuming we get more moderators, maybe it'll happen. It's hard to say for sure. But yes, we'll definitely be doing a sort of a mod showcase thing on the website. There, there's, that's something we've planned since like the absolute beginning. <laughs> that's right, Emmy, you have experience with that. Uh, it looks like we've come to the end of the question queue, I believe. Yep. yep. So if anyone has any other questions to put in, we have maybe 10 minutes left, at least on our our predicted schedule. Uh, if not, then that's cool too. Yeah. 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 You did. Uh, I think you asked a question about prime numbers. It seemed a bit off topic, really. I mean, if you really need an answer, no. <laughs> uh, this is a good question. Uh, shall I take this one, or would one of you rather? Okay, I'll take it then. That's... <laughs> All right. The bus factor for quilt is, it's actually a surprisingly good question. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that means, it's the number of people that would need to be hit by a bus to basically prevent the project from continuing. Uh, right now, for most of Quilt, it's not that low. It's certainly more than one, which, you know, you think Fabric has a bus factor of, what, like two? Um, the whole point of having distributed teams the way we do, or at least one of the reasons, is to make sure that's not really a problem. Haven, we are working on. Um, 
when he's here next and he is busy at the moment, we are going to work on distributing credentials for the infrastructure to just a couple of us who have experience with that. Um, not sure who exactly it's going to be yet, but yes, we definitely don't want to have a super low bus factor here. Um, <laughs> burger, I'm afraid Haven is not a burger. But uh, I'm not particularly worried right now. Um, I I do think, again, we need to get a couple more people doing what Haven is doing, but that's no issue. He just needs to be not busy and hand out credentials, and we can sort that out pretty easily. We still have time for a couple more questions, if anyone has any. <laughs> Don't think. <laughs> oh, here's one. <laughs> Lenric, really? Is Haven a cake? I can confirm that Haven is indeed a Black Forest Gatto. Yeah, I think I have a question that can ask in voice. Yep. Oh man, this dev team seems really nice, and I have so many more questions to ask. Can I ask them later as well? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, we're always happy to take questions. The AMA will be closed after we're done with the meeting, but certainly you can ask any pointed questions you have in the relevant channels. Yes. Or save them Please for the next Please hang meeting. around. <laughs> This is called a toolchain server, but not a toolchain developer server. Anyone's free, feel free to hang around and ask questions here. Absolutely. And there's a high absolutely. possibility that we'll hang out in some other voice chat after this meeting as well. I'll take this one from Burger, and I think we're going to finish up on the AMA after that one, since we're almost running over time. So Burger asks, who has the nuclear codes for everything? Well, it's a complex question. Uh, no one person, really. Uh, for the community stuff, so mo mostly the Discord servers at the moment, uh, Kashika is the key holder. Um, he's there to basically prevent anyone on the community team or admin team, really, from pushing ahead with their own agenda. Um, like he, if if you don't know him, how he's a very well known, very respected member of the wider modern community. He has no direct interest in Quilt. That's why he's in the position. Um, as for the projects themselves, uh, GitHub permissions suck, is all I can say. Uh, technically speaking, all the admins have access to uh, mess up the repos. There's nothing that can be done about that, unfortunately. But that's why you have to be careful with electing admins, right? We do also enforce 2FA, so I'm not worried about them losing their accounts or anything like that. <laughs> 
uh, Ender Zombie asked whether it would be possible to have more mods in a single jar, uh, but not using the jar and jar system. Um, this is something that Loader Team has sort of thought about a little bit before. We haven't sort of looked into it yet, um, but this would be something that someone would need to create like either a proper RFC about or just an issue and we can discuss it later. So, so basically not yet, but it might happen in the future. All right, I think we're going to call it an evening at this point. Um, thanks for coming, everybody, especially the people who answered questions and generally had a chat with us on here. And of course, the people who asked them, because we certainly need them. Uh, we'll be doing this again in two weeks, same time, same place. Uh, we're planning on continuing this as as long as we can, really. Yes, evening. It is evening, trust me. <laughs> Um, I'll leave the meeting chat channel open for a little bit more in case people want to catch up and I will also get a recording posted in the schedule channel. Um, if someone has time, we'll do a transcript. Absolutely cannot guarantee anything. We're all relatively busy with what we're doing, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, so I think that about covers it for now. Thanks for coming, everybody. We will catch you in two weeks.